Welcome to the Empowered You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Espino, a former licensed social worker turned spiritual empowerment coach and transformational speaker. And I am on a mission to help you rediscover who you truly are on a soul level so you can create the life you truly desire and make the impact that only you were born to make. This unfiltered podcast is your weekly Espino Espresso shot of empowerment, information, strategies, incredible guests, fun, and so much more all geared towards helping you believe with pure conviction that you are more than enough and have the power and abilities within you to make your dreams and desires a reality. Because let me tell you, sunshine, the world needs you. Now let's get this party started. Welcome back, Sunshines, to another episode of the Empowered You Podcast. Bow, bow, bow. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy that you're listening. And I'm telling you, there is no coincidence that you came across this episode today, whether someone shared this episode to you, whether you've always been listening to the Empowered You Podcast, whether the title just really caught your attention and you felt called to this episode. There is a reason why you're here. Today's episode is going to facilitate so much healing. It's not even funny. And I will say, well, first, let me introduce our guest, and then we'll talk about it a little bit more. So today on the Empower You podcast, we have Miss Emily Green on the show. Emily is so amazing. Her Instagram is at Emily the Medium. And Emily is a psychic medium, spirit baby reader, and psychic mediumship development mentor committed to empowering people into the fullness of themselves and their intuitive gifts. Emily has her own podcast, which I'm going to link below. She also offers a free meet your spirit guide. I mean, meet your spirit baby meditation that is part of one of her podcast episodes, which I also linked below. I mean, this episode is going to be so incredibly powerful and I will give a trigger warning. You know, it may trigger you depending on where you are on your journey, but I will tell you, I bet money that this episode is going to facilitate major, major healing on so many levels. We really break down what spirit babies are. Um, We talk about, you know, if you struggle with conceiving, what to do, how to start connecting with your spirit babies. Um, I share some very, very personal that I went through and what helped me heal. And so much, we talked about so much. This is such a juicy packed episode with Emily. You guys are going to absolutely love her. And it literally, I just know this is exactly what you need to hear right now. So without further ado, let's get this party started in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, Emily Green, to the Empowered You podcast. <laughs> that was amazing. That was the best. Like, wow. <laughs> I'm Aww. excited. I'm I'm more excited than I was even just 10 seconds ago. That was great. Thank you, Kelly. Oh I'm my so gosh. Be here. Emily, I am so happy that you are here. So I know I told you this off air, but I'm just going to tell the listeners. So I had a former client that had a session with you. Um, and I know you offer a lot of different types of sessions, but it was specifically a spirit baby like focus. Yeah. And she messages me right after your, your session. And she's like, Oh my God, you have to connect with her. You have to have a session. And then I scroll, I stopped your Instagram and I'm like, Oh my God, I need to have her on the <laughs> podcast. And I was so happy that you were open to it and you were game. And then I saw that you have your own podcast and you have 
spirit baby episodes. And a part of me, Emily, I listened to like 20 minutes of the first one you had, but I was like, no, because I personally like to learn with the listeners. So I didn't want to have like already kind of biased knowledge. Um, So I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to stop with that and then just learn on air live with you. So thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Kelly. And I really love talking about this. I mean, I love talking about all of my work and all of my work is very exciting to me, but, but spirit babies is especially exciting. And I think, you know, it was interesting when I first started talking about it, I wasn't really sure how it was going to be received or what people were going to think, or if they were going to think it was crazy or, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever, because I really just happened upon it in my work as well. The, the, this, basically this ability or this kind of, um, this need for Mm -hmm. this work and, now it's it's literally one of the most popular things that I talk about and that I share and those podcast episodes that you spoke of that I recorded on my podcast which was kind of like a series of different um spirit baby kind of uh like I guess healing podcasts at slash education podcasts I mean they were the most popular podcast episodes I've ever recorded so it's wow. it's 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 exciting and I'm excited that that other people and you are so excited about it too and I can't wait to to talk more about it Yeah. Oh my God. There's such a need and so much healing that can come from just you speaking about it and just allowing people to expand their consciousness and see it in a different light and a different perspective. It's like so powerful. So I know the listeners are like, all right, spirit babies, some of them may understand completely and some may not. So I know there's a lot, I mean, I can only imagine a lot of layers to what actually spirit babies are, but can you kind of just like break it down to us? What? what are spirit babies? Yes. It's, it's a, it's a good question. And, and that's the thing. It's like, um, it, it is very multifaceted, as you said, and there's different kind of ways that you can look at it and everybody relates to it differently as well. That's the very interesting thing. It's like a very multi kind of dimensional topic, but in its essence, and I think this is actually something earlier today when I was just, you know, going about my day, this kind of dropped in that I should actually add this piece in, which I actually haven't talked about, made this connection when I've talked about spirit babies. So, um, but basically like in its kind of core essence, a spirit baby is an energy, the energy of a, a, we could say child, or we could just say soul. Um, Mm -hmm. We could just say it's energy of a soul in past, present, or future tense. Um, A lot of people are really interested in kind of the concept of spirit babies, like if they're getting ready to um, have children and bring children into this world in in their partnership or, um, or, you know, whatever the case may be. But essentially, it is the idea that we have the capacity and the ability to connect with the energy of a soul of a child who has either been here before and perhaps they are no longer here with us for a variety of different reasons, who is here currently. So this is like uh, people, mothers who are currently pregnant, the child is, the the energy is currently incarnated, um, or in the future, whether that is somebody who's interested in having a child or having children um, in the future. But really, it's just connecting with the essence and the energy of a soul um, at any point in time, wherever along the line that that's happening. Um, And really, to actually kind of to get on board with spirit babies in a way you kind of have to have uh, an understanding of reincarnation as well in the sense that uh really 
you know, the soul is infinite and we continue mm-hmm. to come into all of these different bodies and all of these different time frames um, in different lifetimes and different life experiences and different family units. And that in preparation for the next reincarnation cycle, that we would actually kind of choose the family unit or the family structure that was best going to um, really support what we were here to do on the planet at this time. And mm-hmm. that can be kind of a tricky topic because some people come into families that are dysfunctional or abusive or this kind of thing but even that in a way is 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 chosen that that soul actually had an understanding of what was going to happen in that family structure and still decided to you know make their way into that family unit so it's kind of like I said it is multi-dimensional if you start to think about it even from that lens as well. Um, but basically it's, it's just communication. It's the, it's the idea that we can communicate with the energy of future children, children who have been here with us in the past and who are currently here kind of in utero. I love that. Beautiful. And we're going to dissect it a little more and I'm going to share stories and I want you to share stories too. But before we even get into that, can you share with us how you stumbled across this work? Yes. Yeah, it's it's a story I'd like to tell. And there's actually a couple of different sort of defining moments. And it actually, to be honest with you, it took me a minute to figure it out um, because it was not something that was even in my realm of thinking that was possible. I started this, I started practicing professionally when I was quite young. I started my business when I was 21. So I'm like 21, like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not thinking about this at all really. Um, And then all of a sudden this kind of stuff starts to come into my awareness and and it took me a minute. Like it actually took me a couple of different times that this happened to realize oh my God, this is actually pre-incarnation communication. These souls are having pre-incarnation communication with, with different families and different, different clients of mine. So basically um, the first time that this happened, there's a couple, well, there's a couple, there's two different kind of defining moments, but the first one I was working with this woman um, and we were kind of just opening up into the session and it was just kind of um, my signature session, which was just a healing session. I still have these, but it was just essentially whatever it is that needs to happen will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of, it, so I kind of opened up and at the beginning, I felt this energy of this young girl. She was like around three or four years old. And I also do mediumship where I'm connecting kind of with um, energies of souls who are no longer here, past loved ones. And so I'm like, oh, okay. There's like a three or four year old young girl here. Like, do you, do you understand this? And I described kind of her physical appearance and this and that. And she's like, no, I don't, I don't know anybody who kind of matches that description. Um, but then she goes, but I think I have an idea what this could be. So like, let's keep going and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And so I asked this girl, I said, what are you, what's going on? Like I asked this girl in spirit, I said, what are you doing? What's going on? What are you doing here? Who are you? Mm-hmm. And basically she said, well, I'm her daughter. And I wow. said, wait, hold on a second. Do you have a daughter? She said, well, no, I have a son, but and then I have goosebumps. I'm like retelling the story. Me still. too. I, know. I have chills, but go on. Sorry. <laughs> she said, no, I have one son, but I had um, a miscarriage a year ago, like almost to the day that the timeline wow. worked out that I had a miscarriage a year ago to the day. Um, and I always felt it was a girl and were myself and my partner are still actively trying to conceive another child. And it's like the biggest focus in my life right now. It's the only thing I can think about. And so I'm going, wow, you know, like goosebumps all over. This is why she's here is she's here to facilitate healing from 
the um, from the miscarriage, and also just to communicate to um, her her mother, the, 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 the soul that she relates to as the mother, um, kind of her future plans. And in that scenario, she actually, this is different for everybody, but in that scenario, she was really there just to help her mom have peace and have healing. Um, well, and validation also that it was a girl and she was right. And to have peace and have healing around that loss and everything to do with it. So we went into that in that session. Um, and also to wow. communicate that actually there was another soul. She wasn't going to be trying again, that there was another soul who was going to be coming into their family, who was a boy, um, who she had a couple years later, she had her, her, her second son. Um, and that wow. basically like, don't like, I, I know you want a daughter, but, but I can't come back. You'll have this beautiful son and kind of gave some detail about this future son that she now has. Um, and so it was just really beautiful all around and it was totally wow. unexpected. It was not anywhere that I thought the session was going to go. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. It was just wild. And so that was one of them. I do have another story if you want more context. Yeah, but okay. real quick, I just want to like yeah. um, dissect that one one yes. follow-up question. So yes. um, the, the daughter, the soul's energy came forward to just like, oh, this was the question because I had two questions and now I, re I realized what it was. Okay, so the soul's energy, did the soul know it wasn't really going to incarnate? Like the purpose of that soul was for the mom to have a miscarriage? Yes. She and did. she she said it to you to she, communicate it to the mom. She said that exactly. She said that. She said, you know, there was. I can't remember the exact kind of explanation of what this was like almost five years ago, but oh, um, wow. I can't remember the exact explanation. But she basically said and this is actually a lot of souls will communicate this is it was actually my something along the lines of my purpose my entire kind of like destiny was just to have that period of time that I had with you whether that's a short however short or long that is six weeks mm -hmm. seven weeks eight weeks nine weeks it, my entire purpose was just to have that time with you um wow. and, that, and that, that that and I was complete and that's all that I needed um wow and, yeah and so lots of souls will have will, exp will express that and is it one of those things where like the parents also need it, like whether it's a lesson in grieving or loss or growth or whatever? Exactly. It's, it's hard to, it's, that's sometimes hard to say, especially to somebody who's like in the throes very early on in a grief experience. And it's hard to say that, that they needed that in some way. But my experience is that people, as they can, as time continues to go on and as they continue to have context and understanding that it, that that, that they do have that feeling too, that I understand now what that loss or what the experience of that loss or what happened after that loss did for me and my mm -hmm. growth, evolution, understanding, healing, experience of grief, like whatever it is in, for that person in particular. But yeah, it, it does something for the, for the, for the parent too. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. And yeah, I would love to hear your second story that you're like, all right, this is a yes. thing. This is a thing. I have on yes. Yeah. So this, this one actually happened afterwards. So I am kind of going in chronological order. So this experience happened afterwards where I don't know, actually, I can't remember how this woman found me. Um, I think it was kind of through the grapevine. It started, the word started getting out that I was doing this kind of work. And so she found her way um, to me. And basically I have to be careful with this one. I'm just like trying to edit personal details. Um, mm -hmm. But basically she came to me because she had accidentally conceived um, and had pretty much already decided to, that she wasn't, didn't want to continue with the pregnancy. Um, and just the situation was, was not correct for a 
variety of different reasons and basically wanted to communicate to this soul before she made that decision, which I just think is really beautiful, um, that, you know, she, she loved this soul and just wanted to kind of get a couple messages across to the soul before she made the decision she was going to make. Um, and so basically when I went in and we kind of, we got on, on the call and I said, okay, let's, let's see. And she was currently still pregnant at the time. And I, and so I went in and basically the, I got goosebumps. I'm about to say this too. Basically the first thing that the soul said, first of all, I felt his energy, it was a boy, it, this, this beautiful male energy, like so protective. So um, like wanted to shield her, nurture her, protect her from any pain, like such mm -hmm. a beautiful energy. Um, and he just said, I already know your decision. I'm completely at peace with it. I'm prepared for it. It, and I'll be back when you're ready and when you're in a different situation um, wow. and kind of gave all these kinds of different details about his life and his personality and how he would eventually fit into her family but he agreed and said this just isn't the right situation it's not the right time um, mm. and I love you and I'm, I'm not going anywhere I'm going to stick with you so do what you need wow. to do and I'll be back when it's time basically wow. um, what oh, a gift. I, yeah that is so such beautiful. a gift of healing like I can't even imagine what you did for that client of yours yeah. and her family that is yeah. so beautiful it's, wow it still blows my mind and what was in even more beautiful is to continue to work with her over the years. And now, you know, she's in this beautiful partnership and the boy's here. He's here. Wow. And like seeing him for the first time and her sending me pictures and her feeling this connection that we had talked about all those years ago um, and his energy now, he's still young. He's going to be wow. too soon. But um, it's like, there he is, you know? Wow, that must be so wild for it's you wild. As, the, as the medium, like <laughs> crazy. To, to know the energy and spirit and then in human form, like it's that must be so wild. Oh, so crazy. It's so crazy. And Kelly, mm. I, I did this for one of my friends too, where I communicated with her daughter, but my, one of my best, best friends, I communicated with her daughter before, um, before she, she got here while she was in utero multiple times. Like we talked all the time. We were like besties while she was not even here yet. And I got to meet her for the first time. Um, she's about one and a half now. And Aww. it was just like instant chemistry, instant. Um, like wow. she was like, auntie, like she, with the first Aww. time she saw me, it was like, I recognize you. I see you. I know you already, even though we haven't met in the physical yet, I know you energetically. So it is wow. such a trip. It is such a trip. Wow. That's yeah. beautiful. What a gift. Oh yeah. my gosh. Beautiful. So I'm curious yeah. for, for the, the listeners that may be experiencing, uh, struggle in fertility, right? Yeah. Maybe they've done IVF and it has been unsuccessful or, um, they're trying to get pregnant and it's not happening. Yeah. Um, can you kind of speak on that? Because yes. I know when I was listening to a little pieces of your podcast, yeah. I found so much, um, peace in you saying that even adopted children can be spirit babies. Yeah. So I would love your take on that for yes. those who are struggling with conceiving at this time. Absolutely. And I think that that this is something that, um, like the, I don't know exactly the statistics exactly, but I do know that, um, infertility in current time is like at it's, it's, we're experiencing record numbers and there's yeah. families who are, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's so, it's so prevalent. It's so yeah. present right now. And so mm -hmm. when I initially started, when I started doing this, one of the themes that I noticed was, 
oh my gosh, there's so many families who are, who have been trying to conceive for one year, two years, three years, four years, five, 10 years, um, with, with, you know, and, and having multiple losses along the way, or not having any, um, kind of conception spirit experiences at all. Like everybody's experience is so different. And so mm-hmm. it made me really, it was one of my early focuses and it still is of assisting. Oh, I love talking about this. Is this starting to assist, um, from the energetic kind of component and the energetic perspective and sometimes working with the physical as well. But it's, it's, it's such an important part of my work because I believe, I believe that at least one facet or at least one aspect of kind of the infertility experience is um, there is a desire for a connection from the, the, the family to the soul, even if that's just a, Hey, like I'm on my way in, you know, mm-hmm. like nice to meet mm-hmm. you kind of like having a connection in that kind of spiritual or energetic way. I think that it is important. Um, it's not compulsory, but I think it is important. And I do think that it helps with the, um, basically like, if you think about it like this, that before a soul, um, comes into a family, there is this cord that essentially connects Mm -hmm. them together, almost like an umbilical cord, but it's like an etheric or an energetic umbilical Mm -hmm. cord. Um, Mm -hmm. and through connection, through communication, through, um, you know, healing work that's done around the relationship or whatever the case may be, that cord kind of, it gets stronger and it grows thicker and more, has more depth and width to it. Um, and, and it just means that the energetic connection is essentially um, really intact between mm-hmm. soul and family before incarnation has even happened. And so mm-hmm. that I think is a really important aspect. I also think that at this time on the planet, especially for women, I mean, there are so many toxins that are affecting women's reproductive health. Uh, it's it's crazy. And, yeah. and that's something that comes through in readings a lot. Like hor- there's hormone disruption and the body, like the reproductive system is like struggling to kind of try and process out toxins and detox so that it can create and hold life, which Mm -hmm. I really believe is, is a birthright for any woman or woman identifying person who wants to conceive. I believe that they should, you know, they, that they should be able to. And it's really sad Mm -hmm. when you start to look at some of these things that almost feel like barrier to entry in to conceiving just because of, you know, some of the, the, all of the, the kind of the different toxins and things that are flying around on the planet um, Mm -hmm. that kind of prevent that from happening. But Basically, like there's a lot of different ways that the guidance can come through to support infertility. One of those ways is through kind of the energetic connection. Another one of those ways is also through just like um, relationship healing between the, the the two partners who are involved in the conception process, because it can mm-hmm. be very difficult and it can put a lot of stress on the partnership, especially if the part if the partners have been trying to conceive for a period of time. And so sometimes mm-hmm. there's like a relational healing that needs to happen sometimes mm-hmm. also. And, you know, this is a reality of it. Sometimes um, the conception process actually helps people realize that they're that they are not in a line partnership and they actually mm-hmm. want to go their separate ways and move on to different partners. And I've seen that where people have been trying to conceive, trying to conceive, they, they kind of reach a point in the relationship where they decide that they've completed their time together and they're going to go separate ways. And then they go off with another partner and conceive in like 30 seconds. It's, it's Mm -hmm. kind of crazy. And it's hard to think about, but um, anybody who I've known who's had that experience says, thank God 
I didn't conceive with that person because I understand mm-hmm. now that this had to happen this way. So that's another factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another factor is just like the physical support and some people, um, men or women need their bodies need extra kind of support in order to, um, to aid the conception process or just their kind of health and well-being in general. And so sometimes they'll kind of go, okay, actually, this is kind of cool. I, um, one of these energies kind of like guided me towards the specific fertility doctor that this family had to go to. And they were like, gave me the name, said they look like this, go find them. I was like Googling while we were on zoom, like, okay, doctor, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I said, go to this person. And basically they went to this person, this person facilitated and helped with, with the, the, each partner's kind of, um, supplementation process, healing process. Um, and they eventually went on to do IVF and conceived, uh, and have a beautiful child now. So it's like, there's so many different facets, but I think that, um, what I would want the family or, um, even like I I have, this is another fun part of my work too, is I've helped women who, um, conceive on their own. They, Mm -hmm. they, they have the donor and they do it that way. And, Mm -hmm. and that is still, you know, there some, I had a, a client of mine who had, um, it took her a while to get to that point, but she did, did. And now she has a beautiful, um, baby boy, but but what I would say is just, if you are on this process, if you are in this, you know, this kind of journey uh, to conception, no matter how long you've been there, um, keep, like, keep, keep going and also listen to your intuition in terms of like, if I'm being guided in the energetic or the spiritual direction to make a connection here, or, um, you know, to try something different kind of from the physical perspective, or to look at sort of where I'm at in my relationship with my partner. And is there Mm -hmm. anything that needs to be addressed? Like, Mm -hmm. I think just, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, keep going. Don't give up. Yeah. That's so helpful. And I'm, I'm thinking about the, the moms and the dads that have adopted and now they're like, wait, did that spirit, did that soul choose me? Or did I force that, that like connection or, you know, or might be feeling less than because maybe they didn't birth uh, a child or whatever the case may be. Can you speak on that? Yes. I have never personally had this experience. Um, I've just kind of uh, like, I just know about it and I've been told about it, that this is kind of, um, st- you know, this, this is basically how it works. And basically um, there are certain circumstances where a soul needs to come through a different birth mother. And the birth mother was never meant to actually um, raise this child that actually they needed something specific from that specific like genetic structure but they were meant yeah they were meant to be a part of a different family structure and so wow it's so it's 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 absolutely um so valid and such an important like that soul still needs to be with the family who it you know came to be with it just happened through you know a different a different um channel basically and that they just needed to get something from that specific genetic line or that birth mother or even if they were with the birth mother or the birth family for a a specific period of time and then they complete their purpose with that with that kind of um energy and they're ready to move on and to find their their adoptive parents or their parents they're they're ready to find their family and it doesn't matter that the genetic 
connection or the DNA connection is not the same. It's a soul thing. It's a soul connection. Wow. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so happy that you're sharing about this stuff because yeah. this shit is so powerful. And yeah. I felt very called to share a little bit about my personal experience. Yeah. And it's so only my inner circle knows this and not even my mom. So like yeah. listeners don't tell my mom, but <laughs> eventually she'll find out. Eventually I'll talk to her about it. But Anyway, it's so, it's so funny. Like we were talking about this before, like I will tell strangers this, but when it comes to like my actual mom, eh, no, we're not yeah, there not yet. So much. But yeah. yeah. So for me personally, in my twenties, I think I was like 20 or 21. It was during a really rock bottom time. I've mentioned yeah. on my podcast, like, um, I got arrested. I was in a really toxic, abusive relationship. I got into car accidents, like three in one month. It was like wild, but I was drinking. I was drugging. I w- was insecure. It was a wild time, you know, yeah. whatever. Whatever. So, um, I actually, I ended up getting pregnant with that really toxic relationship. And there was like, no way, like uh, there was no way I I've never cried as much as I did when I, I remember calling my sister and I had to pull over cause I, my, I, I, I've never cried as much as I did. I just was so stunned. And I knew like, I yeah. could not have this baby. Yeah. First of all, I, I didn't, I couldn't even support myself, but also having this guy, I already knew he was not going to be my forever. Like I was like, there's no way that being connected to this guy who was very uh, mentally unstable and just like toxic AF. Mm-hmm. So I um, got, I got an abortion. Thank yeah. God my sister was with me. And I remember the day before uh, when I called her, when I found out I was pregnant and I was like bawling my eyes out, my sister said something to me that really changed everything. And my grandma is a was a psychic and a medium. And she, oh. my grandma told my sister, because my grandma had a miscarriage once. And I guess she told my sister that if that soul, if that energy of that baby is supposed to be yours, yeah. then regardless of what you do, whether it's miscarriage, abortion, whatever, that energy will come back to you, that soul. Yes. And I tell you, Emily, that helped me heal instantly. I was yeah. like, it helped me so much. And yes. I just, I trusted that. And yeah. it, it, it helped me so much. And yeah. then beautiful. years later, I would have psychics tell me, oh, there's a girl. Cause I thought she was, I for sure felt she was a girl. Yeah. Oh, there's a girl, you know, baby energy around you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then recently I had the most craziest new development. I was doing a breathwork event yeah. and I was in, you know, I don't know where I was energetically. And I <laughs> felt an energy of a baby. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, are you the energy that I, you know, in 2000 and whatever, And the energy was like, yes. And then I also felt a boy energy. And I was like, I told the spirit, the the girl energy, I was like, oh, are you coming to me in this lifetime? And she said, no. And Emily, I, I feel like I never truly healed from that abortion because the words that my sister told me was like literally everything I needed. But in that breathwork session, when I uncovered that she wasn't coming back to me, I always assumed she was, I was bawling. I was like, please forgive me. I felt so much guilt. Basically everything I repressed that I didn't deal with, I experienced in that, that um, setting, that moment, but that energy, she was like, I wasn't meant to come. She's like, I, I served my purpose. And, you know, um, and I remember like, I needed her to come because I was a shit show. I was like, that helped shake me to wake me to be like, oh, I'm so off path. Like I'm so not in alignment. It really just shook my world up and helped me, um, get back into like my soul's purpose, my soul's path. And so it was just wild, but I feel called to share that with you because I do feel it's going to support people that have gotten abortions or uh, miscarriages or whatever the case may be. Um, But thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing that with me. That's, that's really so beautiful. And I, and I understand like, you know, the, 
the, the, the, I just felt it when you were saying, when you were explaining that you, you recognize that she wasn't coming back. I I was, I felt it with you. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's a, that's, that's something to process, but I think, you know, she came for a reason, which was to say, it's okay though. It doesn't matter because, and she's still around you clearly, like, even though she has no intention to come back in physically, she still continues to surround you energetically, which just means like, that's a, that's what I mean. Like that energetic umbilical cord, no matter what even if there isn't a, f- a physical connection it stays intact and it's funny because I felt a boy around you too so I and really? when you say girl I was but I could feel the boy and I was like oh, okay I feel like there's a boy here somewhere so um but yeah Aww. I think that that's so beautiful and 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 she completed her like purpose at that time but then she also kind of facilitated to me it sounds like a healing for you where it kind of like it it, it re like it re-navigated you onto your your path and and where you are now who you are now oh my god yes thank you so much and it was like double healing because it was then and then again with the breathwork event I didn't realize how much repressed guilt and shame I had about it until that moment but it was so beautiful I have no regrets it was like um but yeah. So thank you for listening. Um, I had, um, a follow-up question. Oh yeah. Okay. So for the listeners that are listening and they're like, Oh my God, like I want to connect with my spirit baby. Like I, I want to do this. <laughs> where should they start? Like, yeah. is it possible for them? Like where should yeah. they start? Oh yeah. It's such a good question. And I mean, there's a couple different kind of entry points. Um, I have it. Well, first of all, just like having the intention to connect, like to be like, I'm interested to see and, and learn about and know and explore, um, and, you know, meet the energies that are here with me that, that are at some point in time, um, going to have a chance to kind of enter my world and, 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 and come into my reality. So just like having the intention that is like the simplest way, um, mm-hmm. and then creating the space, obviously for that to kind of happen, um, you know, whether that's like in meditation meditation, you set that intention, um, or, or what have you. I also have a a recorded, um, basically meet your spirit baby meditation that I recorded that a lot of people have had a lot of, um, success with, uh, like really beautiful, visceral, like full color experiences. Um, so I can share that link with you too, with your listeners, um, so that they can have that experience as well. Um, yes, we're going to attach that to the show notes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Um, I mean, you know, I think that it's beautiful for people to have their own experience, like meeting a spirit baby first. So those are kind of a couple different ways. Another beautiful way is to set up like a sign or a symbol with a spirit baby energy. So once you've already kind of set the intention, maybe you felt an energy around you. And that's the thing, like you, Kelly, a lot of people will kind of have a feeling one way or another, like I feel three energies and I feel one female energy, one male energy and another female energy. Like a, a lot of people will feel that. And it's, and I think it's kind of funny because people just think it's like, oh, that's just what I, you know, it's just what I want. But then it's Mm -hmm. actually something bigger than that. It's actually that Mm -hmm. they are without realizing it, that they're feeling into, um, to the energies that are present for them anyway. So, you know, like ever since I was, uh, ever since I was like little, I'd be like, I'm going to have two kids and it's going to be a girl and a boy. And then when I started exploring my own like spirit baby work, it's like, oh wait, there is actually a female energy and a male energy here. The female comes first, the boy comes like, you know, like it was like, oh, I actually was on to something there. And so a lot of people will kind of have that, um, embedded like knowing of this mm-hmm. anyway if, if they are meant to have children some people don't choose that path and um and then they kind of go in and it's like oh there's there's no energies here and then that mm-hmm. kind of confirms that i just don't feel like having children in this lifetime is something that um 
is my focus. And that's all mm-hmm. so beautiful. And that's also, you know, that's also fine. Um, and so follow, yeah. a follow-up question real quick. Sorry. I like for the signs and symbols. Is it yes. like, are they like, okay, spirit baby who's around me right now? When I see a frog, that is your way of communicating with me that you're present with me. Is that yeah. what you mean? That's like, a, just that's like a that good way. Yeah. Just like that. That's a good way. You can set it up with them and basically choose something. I mean, ideally it's something that is quite specific and something that you wouldn't see every day. So like a frog is great, you know, um, or like, I don't know, a dolphin or, um, a red car. That's kind of, that's, that's a little bit more, um, mainstream, but you know, like mm-hmm. little things that you can set up a set when I see, um, this, then I know that that is your way of kind of signaling to me or communicating with me in a certain way, or you can actually get them to set it up for you. And you can say, Hey, um, I would love to have a deeper connection with you. I would love to know when you're around me, can you send me a sign or a symbol that represents your energy and let me know definitively, give me the feeling definitively that that is you. Um, uh, so that's Uh another way like to kind of have them like initiate it for you, especially if you tend to get in your head about signs or symbols, which some people do of like, wait, is that a fraud? Was that, no, that was a, you know, it can be, it can be, um, something, you know, people are like, get a little bit like intellectual about the signs Mm -hmm. and it makes sense because, you know, we're, we're, we're looking, we're excited to see it and we want to see it and all this. Um, Mm -hmm. but you can have them kind of pick the sign or the symbol. Um, and then, you know, also that, that, that also is a good way to kind of get around any of your sort of, um, like expectations or bias or things like that. If they're picking it, that the energy is picking it for you. And then it's being kind of presented to you. I'll also usually give a time frame if I'm doing it in that way so show me a a sign or a symbol that represents your energy within 24 hours and make sure that I know without a shadow of a doubt that it's you basically that's kind of how I I would set it up yeah and then you wait and it's really fun (laughs) I love that so how I'm seeing this and because I do a lot of inner child healing right and you know your inner child has its own personality its own energy whatever and a lot of the times with inner child healing we're healing ourselves to help heal the inner child and then we're or we're also healing the inner child to help ourselves so I'm curious like when you start for the listener who starts connecting with the spirit baby, whether it's through your meditation, whether it's through the sign and symbol, whether it's through dream work, whatever, they start connecting with the energy of the spirit baby. Yeah. Can they help start helping the spirit baby already heal from maybe whatever they may be experiencing That's or like vice versa or not? really? Yeah. Like what? That's a really good question. That's a fantastic question. So I think that the, absolutely, I think that the healing can be present from the moment of, of contact, um, whether that is healing for the soul, um, in a, and, and then this is where we can think of reincarnation again. So if the soul, like, let's, let's really go out there. Um, Mm -hmm. if this soul of this child and this parent who's currently on earth, they've already had some sort of past lifetime experience together where they were together in different bodies and some sort of different configuration of, a relationship. And maybe there was um, some kind of trauma, whether big or small in that relationship that, um, that, that needs healing or needs attention. It hasn't had the chance to have healing or attention yet. And that's um, where, you know, some people will experience, I, I know this soul, I know the energy of this soul, we've been together before. And then the healing kind of starts and it goes throughout space and time where this soul is having a a healing experience and the parent is having a healing experience. So that's like one way we can look at it. Another way we can look at it is 
definitely with the inner child healing aspect of it. And for a lot of people and a lot of families, like, especially if, um, you know, no matter what the configuration of their childhood looked like, or their, their kind of inner child experience at any certain point in time, um, that, that the parent can actually start receiving a, a healing through the, just the knowledge that they are t- going to be parenting a, another child at some point. Like, I think that wow. that can actually be, um, very activating in a good way for for a lot of parents because it makes them realize oh so I'm going to be a parent at some point here's what I you know I didn't love about my childhood or my childhood experiences that I would love to kind of um give my child a new experience of basically and so Mm -hmm. that can really facilitate a massive um inner child healing for sure I think there's so many different ways that we could look at it but those are kind of two of the the main ones that stuck out to me when you said that I love that. And what came to me as you were speaking is for the listener who's like, all right, they're buying in, they want to connect with their spirit baby, but it's like this energy of like the programming of expect the the worst, hope for the best or whatever, where they're almost like scared to connect with their spirit baby energy because they're scared that they won't be able to either conceive this baby or connect with this baby through adoption or whatever the case may be, that it's almost like they want to do it, but they're their fear is getting the best out of them. What advice may you have for them? For sure. Yeah. That's a very common experience. And I've, I've, you know, helps a lot of people through that, that experience of like, you know, it's like, I, I, I think it really stems from, um, the kind of like energetic core center of, I don't want to create a connection and then not be able to like, have the experience with this child in whatever, in, in whatever way. And I think it's just a fear of like keeping our expectations low and yeah. not, yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. not wanting to get our, get really emotionally, energetically invested into something and then not have it work out. And I think that that's like something to look at in its, in and of itself of, you know, like not denying yourself the opportunity to explore and to open your heart because that's really what the spirit baby connection is all about. It's, it's a, it's a, it's an incredibly heart opening experience. It's very emotionally, um, kind of vulnerable in a way Mm -hmm. to, to think about this connection, to open yourself up to this connection. And so I think that that's like something to look at too. Like I trust that if this is some, if this is a child I'm supposed to have, then they will find, they will find their way, they will find their way to me. And I will be guided mm-hmm. towards the tools and the correct people that are going to help facilitate, um, this experience for me. Mm-hmm. And so it really is kind of like, um, a, it's a trust thing. It's a heart opening thing, allowing yourself the chance and the opportunity to open your heart to the experience. Um, and also just like, you know, I think the other thing I would say around that is that, um, like the experience is so beautiful that there's Mm -hmm. like not once have I had an experience where the person is like, oh, I feel like, you know, bad walking away from that. Or I Mm -hmm. feel kind of low. Like they're like, Mm -hmm. I feel more full and happier and more like vibrant than I ever have before. Um, because I, I open myself up to this connection. Like, and I think it's the fear of like the unknown, which we do have as human beings as we're like, what are they going to say? Is there even going to be a spirit baby? Are they going to be mad at me? Do they not like who I am as a person? You know? Yeah. 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 I love that. Great. I love your answers. And I also would say for the, for anyone that might be fearing or connecting with what we're, what this question was all about is that 
like your example of the, one of your stories you shared, it's like the energy, the spirit literally connected them, connected you guys to the doctor to use. So it's like, I understand the fear of the programming of like, oh, you don't want to get your hopes up because maybe you can't, whatever. But I also get, especially because it's so similar to inner child healing is that the spirit baby will give you the guidance that's necessary, whether it's to cut out a toxin, like um, sports drink that you're drinking that you don't even realize is affecting your ability to have kids or, you know, whatever, because I I'm with you. I hear some wild stuff from inner children that are like great teachers and guides to support you in your desires. So I also want to invite the listeners for that perspective as well. You know, I love that perspective. I think that's, that's, that's so important. Exactly. And I think it's, it comes back to, um, like, two things. I think the trust of, you know, trust of the experience, no matter what it looks like. And also, um, like allowing yourself to kind of be surprised, like you said, like being constantly surprised by what can come forward and what can like come out in an inner child healing kind of work. It's the same thing with the spirit baby stuff. Like, it's like, wow, you get to really be surprised by what, and that's, and I say that every time, I mean, in, in, the entire, across the entire body of my work, the spirit baby stuff is where I'm consistently like, wow, that was wild. And I never expected that. And the client is like, I never expected that either. I didn't even know I needed that, but that's exactly, you know, what kind of what I got. So it's, um, it's yeah. Allow yourself to be surprised by it too. Yeah. So beautiful. I have like a couple questions just to wrap it up, but, um, I could literally talk to you forever because this stuff, this, your work is so powerful, so needed and so fascinating. Um, so a question that came through when you were talking is, For those who are, have experienced a miscarriage or stillbirth or, you know, something extremely tragic and like traumatic, what advice do you have for them to begin the healing journey of that? Uh, It's, it's it's such a good question. And, um, it's something that, you know, I, I do quite a bit of work with, um, in whatever the, the experience, I think that, it's, it's, it's not a, I wish it was a simple answer of like, here's what you can do. Yeah, and here's like a one, two, three step healing process. But I think that the experience of losing a life that you envisioned and that you pictured, especially if this was like, it, you were excited and this child yeah. is here and we're planning for this life. And then that life is no longer um, there. I mean, mm-hmm. that is so disorienting and, mm-hmm. and it takes so much to kind of reorient yourself from because it's like you you basically had a whole kind of path of your life and you could see where it was going and you were Mm -hmm. planning for this child's life and maybe you were decorating the nursery maybe you were buying the baby children baby clothes maybe you already had like the baby shower you know Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. like maybe you you got to the hospital and you saw the heartbeat and you you know like it just depends on where this is happening but and then that's no longer present. I mean, like just for me, from a human perspective, I'm like, how do you recover from that? Yeah. I, I don't like, I, I have so much, I mean, my heart just goes out to everybody who's, who's ever had that kind of experience. I think the way that the healing starts is, I mean, and this is after an appropriate period of time and everybody's grieving process and kind of timeline process looks differently because, you know, sometimes like you'll like, if, if, grieving to a grieving person or a grieving parent and like the wrong thing is said and it can be really triggering you know so even I would even I would even like just for anybody who's listening to this who has um had a loss of any kind of that nature like just be mindful of your timeline if you need to pause you know because you're not ready to receive this that's okay um but I would just say that knowing that 
that energy, that soul, um, you didn't do anything wrong because yeah. that's often the, the first place that the person goes is, oh my God, did mm. I move the wrong way? Did I mm. like bump my belly against something? Did I eat something wrong? Did I go on a plane too early? Did I, you know, like, and on and on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And it's sometimes, you know, you can receive the clarity into kind of the mystery of it that is possible where, you know, after an appropriate time of a period of kind of a really destabilizing loss of any kind where we'll go up to a soul and we'll say, Hey, what happened? Like, can you help me provide this family with context? And sometimes all we need is a little bit, like, I'm not saying it heals all, but sometimes just understanding of the why mm -hmm. it can be so powerful and so healing. And, you know, I can obviously facilitate that, but I believe that people can have that those experiences for themselves as well. And I think with at least just some level of understanding, some level Level of context and the healing process can begin. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, that's from the energetic level, of course, as well, but that could also be from the physical level of just kind of understanding what happened on a physiological level too. But mm -hmm. I think that um, kind of a higher understanding of the purpose of, of a situation can be, can be like a, a really good place to start. So powerful. Yeah. Thank you so much, Emily. That was phenomenal response. And I just love, I, as I was listening to you, I'm like, you're so, because this is triggering shit. I mean, yeah. beyond, yeah. um, but you are so compassionate and you're so like, you could tell you've been doing this work for a while because yeah. I feel like, you know, exactly what to say. Yeah. Um, because I, this is tough shit. This yeah. is a tough conversation to have. Yeah. Um, but it's, your work is so healing and powerful. So thank you for that. I just wanted to acknowledge you real quick. Cause I was thank just like, you. I'm so in awe of you. I really am. Um, but I have a logistical question, I guess this yeah. is just straight up curiosity because I'm a curious <laughs> chick when Love you it. are working with a client where they're pregnant is the energy is the soul in the belly of the woman or is the soul like chilling around the woman? It's such a good question. I love this question. I think the same way. Like it was one of the first things I wonder, I was like, when do you come into the body? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm uh, so curious. Yeah. And what I will say is that it's different for every single soul. Usually you, the kind of like the gold standard, this is interesting that there even is a gold standard of when a soul comes into a body, but the kind of the gold standard is around the six to seven month mark. So it's oh. quite late. It's quite late. Some energies will come in sooner. Some will come in kind of, um, you know, three month mark, four month mark. But what I have experienced is that the soul doesn't fully come into the body. They might be kind of in and out, but the soul doesn't cut like no earlier than um, three months. Oh, yeah. Okay. So anytime come from three months forward, the soul will kind of fully come into the body, but usually it is quite a bit later around the six or seven month mark. Um, and then even more interesting, this is something I learned along the way is that about four to six weeks before birth around that timeline, um, and usually the soul knows exactly when they're going to be born, they literally pick their souls pick their birthday like to the wow. date and time um wow. and even if you second. have like an emergency like whatever and the baby have, is a premature even if really you, yeah yeah they'll oh. they plan that too it's all it's all orchestrated which was so interesting for me to find out too um oh. it's all orchestrated but yeah about like four to six weeks before birth they will kind of go silent like energetically um and some mothers will find that especially if they're especially intuitive in the connection with the child and they'll kind of be like i can't like feel their energy as much like i'm freaked out what's going on or they're not kicking as much or this and that um, mm -hmm. it's because actually the soul goes into this preparation process as it begins to enter 
adventure, like the earth plane again, um, where they go a little quieter. So sometimes I have come into a session with a mother, um, and like, you know, she's like seven, eight months pregnant, something like this. And the soul is like, I'm busy. Like, don't, I don't have time to talk to you. Like I've got, I'm doing <laughs> wow. things like, you know, like I've got stuff to do. Yeah. So wow. that, that's really cool. Oh too. my God. That is so cool. I wonder yeah. if like they get the soul gets amnesia, like the second they're born or like before that, you know, that's like, a really I- good that's a really good question. I actually, I, I do think it's also different, but I, I, what I do know is that as soon as the labor process is initiated, that the amnesia has either just begun or it already kind of happened shortly before. Wow. So freaking cool. This is so dope. Um, and then my last, I have just two last questions for you is, is there any question I didn't ask you that you wish I would have asked you? Ooh, good question to, to your, to my question, to your question. Um, or like anything you want to say that you haven't said already? No, I think you did a fantastic job. Like we covered a lot of ground in terms of just like different angles and facets. I think that, no, I, I feel, I feel like I, yeah, I feel that's pretty complete. It's pretty full circle. Oh my God. Honestly, yeah. babe, me too. And like I told you, and the listeners will know because I'm going to do like a, it's been like two months since I've, I've recorded anything yeah. or I've posted anything. Cause life has been crazy. Yeah. Um, and you just, this conversation has like reignited this. I'm like, Oh my God, I need to, I need to start with empowered you because this, this is so needed. People need to hear about this. So wow. you're really, really activating. And I'm not just saying it's like blow, you know, steam up your ass or whatever the expression <laughs> is. Like I genuinely feel uh, inspired because I feel like, Oh, I have to share this. Like the, the, it's so healing everything yeah. you're sharing. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Oh, I can't wait to hear this conversation back. Yeah. yeah. And then, so yeah. just to um, change gears, I always ask my last question for every guest before we go into your social. And if you want to offer anything yeah. is um, this is called the empowered you podcast. Yes. So when's the last time you felt truly empowered and why? Ooh. Oh, that's such a good, okay. I, I know exactly my answer. I know exactly oh. my answer. Oh, that was quick. I, was, I wasn't expecting it to come that quick. Okay. The last time I felt um, completely empowered was I um, traveled for the first time, like internationally. I mean, I'm from Canada, so I just came to the US, but <laughs> that's international. Yeah. Apparently. Um, yeah. I traveled for the first time in two years. Um, and my trip was initially just going to be to Colorado. But when I was halfway through my trip, I got this download basically like you have to go to California um and I was kind of like already you know like looking forward to getting home but I was like okay I'm gonna do it and so I got on there I booked a flight I got to California I got what I needed from California and I felt really like empowered because it felt so spontaneous and so just like I listened to the, to the, even though I had every excuse of why I couldn't go or didn't have to go, or I just wanted to get home, blah, blah, blah. I just did it. And I went and I got what I needed. And I, and I was like, I was like, I'm really proud of myself, especially because like travel, you know, I hadn't for a couple of years and it was like strange, (laughs) lots of strange things happening. And it was like kind of overstimulating, but I did it. And I felt really empowered doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. You yeah. surrendered, you trusted, you took inspired and line action. Yeah. You allowed yourself to receive. I exactly. mean, way to freaking go, girl. Thank That's you. awesome. It felt so yeah. good. I'm so happy that it, it's not necessarily in my character to be that spontaneous. Like I actually quite like to plan. And so I was like, yeah. all right, fuck it. Let's do it. We're going. Yeah. I'm going to California. <laughs> Oh my God. Like who this, right? Like I'm brand new up in here. Like, that's amazing. Good for you. you. Like what a great indication from, 
for all your healing and all your growth, you know, because that takes a huge level of trust, you know, so it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. And then, so yeah. Um, are you offering anything? How can people work with you? Like how can they connect with you? Um, everything will be in the show notes, but I would love for you to share. For sure. Yeah. So I'm pretty consistent all across the board. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Emily, the medium. Um, my podcast is the same Emily, the medium, um, the place that you can find that I'll send you the, the link, um, Kelly, that's where you, I have a podcast episode with the meditation baked into it. There's kind of like oh. a little intro, but then it goes into the meditation. Um, so that's kind of in a podcast episode accessible wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so I've awesome. got that. Um, if people are interested in, um, having a session with me, I'm waitlist only at the moment. Um, I've been taking kind of things a little bit slower over the last couple of months, but I'm hoping to kind of get back in the swing of things towards the end of, um, 2021, early 2022. So I am still taking sessions. It is just wait list only at the moment. Um, and Instagram podcast and uh, I think that's it. That's kind of like the two places that I hang out. I hang out the most um, and awesome. I share my work on the most. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. 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 This was yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Emily. Like you. I, you have lit an, a fire under my ass. Like I feel so inspired and yes. this was just such a great conversation. And I just know this is going to heal, help heal so many people and facilitate so much healing. And just thank you. Thank you for doing this work. Thank you for honoring the call. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for sharing your energy and your wisdom and your light with us. And I'm just so happy that we connected. This was, I, I don't know about you, but this felt so good. This felt so That's natural so and awesome. Yes. Kelly, thank you so much for, for creating this space. This was truly such a fun interview and you're a fantastic interviewer and I love Aww. your questions and thank you. it's just, I've done quite a few spirit baby interviews, but, um, but you know, I think it's very, it's like a great, especially when I've talked about something quite a few times when an interview interviewer can make me feel like I'm talking about it for the first time. So Aww. you really did that. And it, and it was just, it was really beautiful, really special. And Aww. you're really great about this. Like this is thank just great. You. And I'm excited oh to gosh. hear this back. Oh my God. I'm honored. My armpits are sweating. Like, thank you so much. Like I'm so honored. Um, so sunshines, there you have it. I know this episode was so powerful. Please, please, please share it to your friend, your sister, your aunt, anyone who is going through the struggle of fertility or family planning, or might be feeling like they're quote unquote too old to have a baby or whatever the case may be, please, please share it put it on your Instagram story, tag us, all the things, write the review. Um, and yeah, that is a wrap for us. I'm sending you all so much love, light, and positive vibes. Till next time. Bye guys. Sunshines. I know you loved that episode as much as I did. It literally seriously is one of my top three favorite podcast episodes that I've ever facilitated, ever interviewed. Emily was so phenomenal. And this I'm actually recording weeks after our initial, um, our initial episode, just because I wanted to share with you that Emily is hosting a super conscious conception spirit baby healing event. It's a virtual event and it's going up this Thursday, October 28th at, um, at 6 PM Eastern standard time. So I have the link below, definitely check it out. You already know, Emily is incredible, it's amazing, and this work is so incredibly healing. So check it out. And then another announcement is, I wanted to give you the heads up that my Inner Child Healing Workshop is coming up November 2nd. I realized in the last episode, I said August. I don't know what the hell, when I was listening to it back, I was like, oh shit, I didn't even, I didn't even realize that. But anyway, it's going up November 2nd, 
2021, obviously at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be so dope. I'm not going to go into a full-on, you know, infomercial, but just check the link below. Um, it's in the show notes and just know it's, it's very powerful. You're going to know exactly how to heal your inner child. The tools to implement immediately to heal your inner child because when your inner child heals, you heal. And then I'm going to be facilitating a group guided inner child healing meditation. We're going to process it. It's going to be so powerful. Check it out. Link in the bio. And that is a wrap for me. I was going to say us, but that's a wrap for me. I will see you next week. Till next time, send you all so much love, light, and positive vibes. Till next time. Bye.